Hello and you're listening to From Side Hustle to Main Hustle, a podcast series for entrepreneurs wanting to grow their side business into their main business. I am your host, Stephanie Yampson, and this series is brought to you by Sylvia Paul, a brand that aims to celebrate, unite and empower everyone, especially those from Africa and its diaspora. Find and follow us at Sylvia Paul online. Now today, joining us today is an entrepreneur with not just one business, but two. She's been in business for nearly 15 years. She started her first business at the age of 21. Then four years ago, she decided to turn her passion for cooking into her second business. I'm so excited to be joined by the founder and the director of Delicious Catering in the house, Sarah Asamoa. Oh my gosh, hey. mate, if you're good, that's <laughs> a really good intro. Yes, Ghana girl, Ghana girl, got you, I got you. I'm fine, Ghana chick. <laughs> Did you ever think when you're sitting down in secondary school, 14, 15, that you would have two businesses right now? You know, honestly, I didn't, but I'm not surprised that I do because when I was in secondary school, I used to take buy tuck shop and take it into school <laughs> and then I would sell it. So, okay. you know, if the tuck shop was selling it for 30p, I'll be selling it for 20p and then all the profit I made, I'll go mm. the next day and buy more. So I'm not surprised I started, I went into business because of the little things I started doing they when started I was in doing. school. Okay. Yeah. So around like... Until I got caught. <laughs> <laughs> so by who? Who and caught my, you? My form to uh, oh, you. Know, no, you can't be buying and selling. <laughs> Why? Yeah, Why no, try no, to the dream? <laughs> dream killers, I'm telling you. <laughs> dream killers. So then from the tuck shop to uni and then 21, you started your first business. Tell me more about that. Okay, so um, I, it's funny because I started off by doing journalism. So I wanted to be a journalist. And then first year into uni, all my life from a child, I'd wanted to be a journalist. First year into uni, I realised it's not for me. Mm. So I quit uni after the first year. And then I kind of had some time off, wasn't sure what mm. to do. Um, went, in, went back to college, done, retook new A-levels. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, you know, accounting came up. And... and you know, I never thought about accounting before, to mm, be honest. Yeah. I, you know, I thought I was going to go into, from journalism, I thought I was going to go into medicine. Just, really? Okay. Yeah. And then I ended up going into, like, accounting. I started off, you know, as a, a part-time job in um, with a, a small company, and they kind of trained me from the beginning. So I never studied for it, so to speak. Mm. They trained me. Then when I realised I enjoyed it, then I went to study for it. And the thing yeah. is, it's so good to be to be brave and say, actually... This is not working for me because if you stayed in uni doing something that you knew wasn't for you yeah. you wouldn't be here right now so i think sometimes when we know it's wrong and we still do it we're kind of fighting against ourselves we need to just really listen to ourselves and, and just leave no definitely definitely i agree, hmm, I, agree. Jealous, jealous. I agree so then when you started working for a company how did you make that transition into your own firm, how did you bridge that gap? It was quite interesting because um, the, the company that I work for, they the, their, their accountant kind of started training me and mm. was really, really good, you know, gave me so much confidence and helped me with the, the beginnings. And then I made a lot of accountant friends in like two or three really good accountants. I became friends with them. And so every step of the way, if I was stuck on something, they would help me and advise me. And then the co company that I started off working with, it kind of turned a bit sour. So mm. I, I ended up leaving. And after leaving, I just, because I had, 
I had been around accountants who were working for themselves and I liked the flexibility and the freedom that mm. they had. It just, it was just like a, a door opened for me to just have a client for myself and that's how it started. It was just like a freelance. Okay. Um, and from the freelance, I got more clients and it just kind of went on from there. So it wasn't like I, I planned to start mm. my own company. It just just happened. It just started. And then, yeah, just natural progression. I enjoyed it and it went on from there. So then you've, you've got your firm. How did you get into cooking? How did you get into catering? <laughs> You know, I've always, I've always liked cooking when I was a little girl. My mum and my mum would always take me and my sister into the kitchen, and it's a very common thing in Ghana. It's called a bush girl, a girl that doesn't, know, yeah, that doesn't know how to do anything. Uh-oh. Like, like can't cook, can't clean, can't do nothing. It's Never a, been called that ever before. <laughs> it's, a, it's a term. It's a term like the old school people use, uh, bush girl or or bonnie. That's what they call hey. it. But translating it is bush girl. Okay. Yeah. And so my mum was like, I don't want one of them in my house. Hey, so from a young age, yeah, <laughs> we were in a kitchen watching her cook and mm. um, we'd be doing our chores and you know learning how to keep at home like yeah. keep your house tidy and, and you know things like that and cook and find my mum loved cooking mm. like to go out to McDonald's in those days was a treat like because we always had home cooked food mm. my mum was never about to take away but takeaway life wasn't really popular back then yeah, it's I not like it's now, it is now yeah. yeah so it was a treat Um, so I've always appreciated good home cooking food mm. and well done food so I enjoyed cooking even though my sister will be switching I actually <laughs> she, she, she wanted to go upstairs she wants, and to, chill. She wants to go out <laughs> put her makeup on go to the next Soka versus Bushman you know back in the day Stratford Rex remember Stratford Rex <laughs> that's what she was about yes. but yeah, and, yeah but I just I enjoyed cooking so I'd come home and I'd be making like really weird stuff mm. and like everyone at home would be laughing like you've gone a bit too far with these spices today Sarah <laughs> you know trying to put curry powder in cake this is really not working, working out but like I just enjoyed it and so it's just a natural thing I like doing from mm. a young age. I've liked cooking. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting that you you said back in the day you used to mix lots of different fl- flavours because in your business now it's a Afro-Caribbean-Korean fusion. Mm. So I guess by you being in that kitchen as a young child, not being afraid to mess with different flavours, you found something that's quite unique to your business, actually. Mm. So I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. When have you tried to make something really amazing and it's just gone wrong? You know, you you've tried to put in different flavors and it, it's just yeah. it's just not working. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's try and forget about those times. <laughs> not you know, but it's good, you know, because when these things go wrong, then you go back and you practice and you, and you mm. make it better. So I'm the kind of person. I will go to sleep and honestly, I will have a dream out or something will come into my head and I'll wake up with an itch to make what I've what is coming to my head mm. you know and so it's it's so i'll take a, an old school dish like jollof rice a uh, traditional Ghanaian dish mm. and i will think how can i infuse different flavors into this jollof rice mm, yeah. so instead of the traditional you know the nutmeg flavors that we use in ghana and um i'll think maybe let's use a different herb mm. let's use a different spice let's try, try smoked paprika try let's to fresh it let's up a little bit do something let's try new, something yeah. you know and sometimes it doesn't work but then um when it doesn't work you just tweak it and mm. and it and honestly so a lot of the recipes and things i've got it's not that i've created something brand new but it's my take on different things okay. so you'll taste something and you'll say 
oh, this tastes different. It's got a twist. Mm. It's just taking old school classics and just putting a modern Love twist on it. Okay, so let, let's have a look at your 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 menu now. <laughs> let's have a look. Let's have a look. So we have Jamaican dumplings, and this is just some. I mean, you've got a massive menu online. This is just some of the things that I would pick, you know, if, I, if I'm doing an event. So you've got the Jamaican dumplings, you've got the puff puff, which you know I am in love with puff puff all day, every day, literally. And the thing is you have them infused with nutmeg and then one's infused with coconut and lemon. I haven't tasted coconut and lemon in a and puff puff. I, I might have to, yeah, oh, thank you. you. Better try some. Send it to my house, thank you. <laughs> yam fries, you know, I'm, yam fries and shitter, it's seriously. That. Yes, yeah. Curry goat roti wraps. Mm-hmm. Salt fish fritters mm-hmm. korean popcorn chicken yeah that's number one right is, yeah? yeah why why do you think that that's number because one because the thing is so many people um especially when they're coming from afro-caribbean backgrounds don't ever have never tried korean mm. food mm. so when someone is having a wedding or they want to give their guests something different and so we say why don't you introduce them to korean food but don't throw them in the deep and try this yeah and it's if you like Koreans, all about sweet, spicy, hot, tangy. They've got those flavors, which going is very on. just like kind of Ghanaian, Ghanaian and Caribbean. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. But um, so um, I, I love to introduce people to to Korean food by giving them that, mm. and it's it's always a winner. So I would say our number one chosen canopy at the moment is Korean popcorn chicken. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's really interesting because I would say some black-owned kind of businesses don't want to go beyond serving the black kind of audience. And I think it's really nice, actually, that we have a Ghanaian lady who is doing Ghanaian food, Caribbean food, Korean food. And it's just refreshing because then now you have such a diverse audience. Actually, you're being able to cater for a much wider market. And I think sometimes we we kind of do it to ourselves. We Mm. say, oh, because I am, I don't know, I'm Scottish, I can only do kind of Scottish food for kind of Scottish people, when actually we can we can do a lot more. Exactly. We can exactly. so do a lot more. Exactly. So I think, it, I think it's great that you're kind of pushing barriers and actually allowing people to say, actually, yeah, I am Jamaican, but I can cook Chinese food, so I'm going to open a Chinese restaurant. Do, do you know what I mean? And just being a bit more, I think it's great. I think it's great. Oh, I commend you. you. I commend you on it. I commend you. Thank you. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Delicious. When I look on your Instagram, I get hungry. Like, I'm actually, yes, no, 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 it's no, 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 it's not yes, because now I'm looking at my rice and stew and it's not enough. It's no, it's no longer adequate and I'm vexed. So <laughs> it's not adequate anymore. Oh, <laughs> so I might have to just take no, take break. Don't even try and unfollow me. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, anyways, so how did you even make this a business though? Like, if we go back a little bit, mm-hmm. it was a hobby. Yeah. You know, you've got your your firm, and now you've got a hobby. You like you like cooking. How did you manage to to take it from 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 that vision, that mm-hmm. dream, into a, a full fledged business? Um. So. <laughs> Once again, it comes back to God. I'm mm. telling you, it's the grace of God. Um, it's uh, like I I enjoyed making cakes at the beginning. It was all about making cakes. It was never about the food at the beginning mm. for me. And then one of my clients is a designer. He was voted, I think, the third best designer in the world. He's in the world. In the world, he's an amazing designer. What's his name? And um, Paul Goodwin. Oh, um, might have to yeah. Google. Yeah, Paul yeah. <laughs> he, he, he he might um 
tell me off for this because oh, he's sorry. retired. But okay, so like, I'm still Google, trying to, yeah, <laughs> still trying to get him back into. But he's like, no, he's he's got his business design business now and it's amazing what wow. they do work they do but yeah so he's a designer an amazing designer and he was like sarah if you like cakes i'll do a website for you and it was just something it's we discussed nice yeah. yeah and and when he did it, i was like you this is amazing mm. and um yeah so he, he he did it for me and then can you believe that when he did it within a week of him making the website live i got an inquiry for a wedding for 250 guests within a week for a cake for a wedding so Actual for the food because for the food as I'd, well i took okay. up the cake side yeah. and I, I decided to put the food up just you know mm. but i hadn't gone into as much detail with the menu for the food as i had with the cakes and so when i got this call and the lady the first thing the lady said that i saw your page your website and i saw your picture you look really friendly and we thought Aww. we want to do business with you <laughs> <laughs> good energy good vibes and to, her, bless you. Yeah. So, to be honest i was a bit um overwhelmed because mm. i thought 250 people how do you you know it's just a yeah. you know um and um sat down with richard um who i started it with and mm. you know we worked it out and at the time i hadn't bought uh, the equipment you know mm. it was just beginning stages you know so it was like thrown in at the, the deep, deep end, end from yeah. get-go but it was a brilliant experience and that experience where i said to you where all the electric went out was from that first the job first one very first job so it was like it could have it could have broke yeah. me before i even started yeah. do you yeah, understand yeah. Mm-hmm. but i think it came to test me to see do you have the character and mm. the will to do to really go into yeah. this industry that so was a and it was after that I realised, yeah, I, I believe I can do yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe, yeah. And um, so after that, um, after he did the website for me and from that job, then, you know, we decided to, an, another door opened, another client of mine in accounting, he owns lots of properties mm. and lots of offices and things. And um, so they said one day I should come down and see, um, have a look at some of their offices just so that I can see the books that I'm managing, that yeah. I can understand it. Yeah. And then there was a there was one particular office there. It was nice large space, and they were like, "It's coming up for hire." The lady's leaving, mm. and so I went home and I spoke to Richard about it, and I told him, "This place is available. And maybe we need a proper location, a base." Mm. And he was like, "They told us the price, and you know, straight away my mind went to finances. Mm. How am I going to manage mm-hmm. paying this every month? Mm. Because I don't know it's if jobs. Bill. Yeah, it's yeah, another yeah. bill. I don't know." If, we have even any income coming in from the accounting and uh, from the um, um, catering side. Mm. But he was like, let's pray about it. We prayed about it and we had peace. And he said, let's go ahead and do it. And you had peace. Had key. peace that, yeah, that peace, key. that, that yeah. calm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went and done it. And, you know, there was a lot of work involved in making it how we wanted it to be infrastructure wise. Mm. But landlord was really good in sense that we had a rent free period. Wow. So we had, I think, three months to build it up as we wanted but it was um it was about 15 grand we had to put in up front to like build and buy the equipment we needed for and i'm very big on i don't like loans and Mm. i don't like liability Mm -hmm. um just from the accounting background i like uh, yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, so i would rather 
you buy when you have the money and mm. so it was but that's the amazing thing because the accounting side supplemented okay so at the yeah, beginning it was the money from the accounting side from that business that i was able to use mm-hmm. to build and buy delush do these things i needed to do with delushes mm. step by step sometimes i'll get frustrated you know it wasn't a walk in a park mm. sometimes i'll get frustrated um but you know at the same time every time like people would come and offer services and just the right people were coming yeah, all yeah. the at the right time the right people were there it was just amazing how things worked and from there you know we started the we got at our base and from having the base we were able to have you know it was more professional mm. because people take you seriously they come they see your offices they see your kitchens it's it's, it's legit mm. you're not doing it from your your shed in your house mm. or one bedroom apartment mm. you do, there's nothing wrong with that nothing but they, wrong steps nothing it's just about yeah taking steps it's just about taking steps mm. um but for the count the kind of um clientele that we were starting to get i think it was important that they saw our base mm. they saw that we were established uh, you know we were legit do you understand yeah. um and from there 2016 um august 2016 till February 2020 it's been amazing great growth and it's it's been amazing it seems like things have just not just that's not the right word but things have been coming to you you've been attracting things because of your good kind of energy and the and and the base of your business about people you know getting good ingredients all these good things sends out good vibes I believe do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean and it, it just comes your way so always having um Integrity in your yeah. business will always draw the the right people. I, I believe. I, I think. I believe to so you. too. Um, so you mentioned Richard, Richard, and 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 your team. So, how do you go about getting the right people? How do you go about growing? You know, a, a side business, your main business, mm. with the right people. How do you find them? How do you? How do you? You know. Mm, yeah, it's 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 not it's not easy because um, you, you have a vision. And to try and relay that vision to other people, mm. it's, they won't always understand it because it's not their vision. Mm. But to have people to come on board to help you build that vision is, once again, I asked, had to ask, like, God help me, bring me the right people. Yeah. And, you know, it's I have that amazing family, like my sister. She's amazing. Mm. She's on board with the business. And she's, like, got my back. She does so much. She's like, I cook. And she cooks, but she is customer service, 100%. Yes, and that's She's important. She yeah, will laugh good. with the guests. She <laughs> will make jokes. She'll go and dance on the dance floor. Good. She, she, you know, so she's that side of the business, you know. Um, I've got Richard, who is, um, he's like the backbone. He mm. just, he's 100% positive energy. Nice. Like, even if I'm feeling down or tired, like, he will mm. just say one word. He knows one word. And so he's the backbone of, he's got that energy. I've got Michael, who is just will do absolutely anything just Aww. anything he's amazing he encourages mm. he always says like we're going to do this we're going to do bigger and better and constantly on the ball the encouraging right the right you. people yeah. the right energy the right um um positive speaking mm. right confession I, I, and this is i'm so very big on what you get you say you get what you say mm. and you say what you get mm. so if you're around people who are always talking negative and oh it's really hard in business how do you constantly or then it's gonna yeah. it's gonna wear you down and mm. you're gonna so 
it was important for me to have a team that I can bounce off. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm feeling down one day, they will lift me, yeah, lift encourage you. me. If someone else is having a tough day, I can give them an encouragement. So having that team is very important. And yeah, but like I said, my team are my family mm. and my our fr- uh, and. My mum, she does the cooking with me. Yes, mum. She just, she just makes me laugh, you know. Um, we have fun in the kitchen together. Yes. But yeah, having that, I have an amazing family and I'm so grateful because oh, they are, yeah. they encourage me so much. Mm. And I don't know if I, you know, I don't know if um, it would be where it is without, without having mm. that support network and those guys that I can honestly say I can rely, they can trust them, mm. you know. They, you know, if I, I can just trust them. And what yeah. if you don't have your immediate circle so supportive? Because you're you're very lucky and it's great to have so many people around you that are like you. But what if you're in a situation where you don't have people that think like you, you know, you know, you, you wanna start this business but all your friends are like, Business, oh just just work. Why do you wanna do that? Oh stop being oh just get on mm-hmm. how 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 can you allow yourself to to, to still grow and f- you know how what's how yeah okay so it's not not everyone's going to be rooting your corner mm. I make it sound like that but at the beginning not everyone was rooting my corner mm. you know I had the same I had certain family members who would tell me you can't do this you can't do you this you can't do it wow and you know I would get deflated you know mm. before I even started why are you telling me that so you know but you have to build um, you have to it's a it's a test of your character mm. to see if you really have the the passion for what you're saying because if you're broken by people not supporting you then you won't make it mm. in in business for yourself you've got to be able to be um single minded and and have um enough passion for what you're doing that even if no one is cheering you on you cheer yourself mm. you encourage yourself mm. don't rely on people to encourage you if you have people and that's brilliant yeah. but You've got to encourage yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the beginning, it can be very lonely. At the, Sometimes it can be lonely because mm. finding people that think like you, that talk like you, mm. is not easy. You know, people are very comfortable in the 95 doing and mm. not, you know, there's nothing Which wrong with okay that. Which is okay if it's it suits you, if it fits you, that. fits if your that's, vibe, that's all fine. good. Yeah. But, you know, if you believe that's not your calling and there's something more, you know, you want to build something up for yourself, not for yourself, but for for the next generation, if yeah. you want to do something, you know, you believe there's a dream, you will see, you will not be, you'll be uneasy because mm. it's just like a, but it's in <laughs> your stomach. It's who you are. It's, it's who you are. Yeah. This is something you've got to do, something yeah. more. And mm. you'll find that when you're on your nine to five job, you're just so unhappy. Yeah, uncomfortable. You wake up in the morning, it's like, oh my gosh, it's Monday. When it's Friday, thank God it's Friday. Yeah. And, and it's, it's just that's it's going that round and round and round. And you know what, I think it's, I think it's so important to really stand in your truth because if you don't stand in who you actually are it's scary absolutely and oh what if and that might happen but yeah. if you don't stand in who you are you won't unlock the things you're supposed to have you won't unlock you know you know whatever you just won't have it because you're you're not living the the way you're supposed to be it's scary but it's important definitely so i think sometimes i guess maybe the fear of not doing it has to outweigh outweigh the fear of doing it it's like if i don't do this what is the consequence yeah not just for me but for my family do you know what i mean if i don't take this this plunge who would i be definitely and you've got to give yourself um what's the worst that could happen 
Yeah, exactly. What is the worst? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can fail. But you haven't failed. It, it may be, it's a stumbling block. So you take another turn. If you look at, you know, f- you know, the um, 5% of the entrepreneurs, are like the billionaires in this mm. world, how many of them failed? Mm. Like the guy that made Monopoly, how many doors that were shut for him and he was told no upon no upon no upon no. Mm. You know, the guy that created KFC, no upon no. Their stories, like they failed, two people, they failed a thousand times mm. but on a thousand and one time they got it they made got it the right formula and it's okay to fail exactly. i think it's if we learn from it yeah it's just keep like, learning it's life it's, it's experiences exactly. let's, let's try this again or maybe if i tweak that that might happen exactly. let's just, just just keep going just keep going exactly. just never stop basically exactly. it's just only a failure if you stay down yeah. and yeah, you let yeah. it beat you and say i can't do it but you just get up and you keep going yeah you know just just but you've got to have that mindset it's all about the mindset mm. if you can say you know what what's the worst that can happen what is the worst that can happen? What's the worst happen? that yeah. can happen? Yeah. yeah. And just go for it. And really. And the thing is, is like you touched upon your your skill as an accountant. So what would you say for most kind of business people who aren't accountants? What's the main skill that they should be aware of or things that they should ask their accountant just to make sure that everything's looking good mm-hmm. or you know, mm-hmm. what's what's the what's the main things that they should know? It's fundamentally, you need to be making more money then you're spending yeah that's just a basic that's it yeah and you know if you start a business and your overheads exceed are far more than your income ins mm. you need to cut down you need to cut down some mm. things yeah you know i understand you have to invest capital in, in the beginning in the beginning yeah. but as time goes on you just need to watch that sometimes you can go ahead of yourself and just be buying everything that you think you need to buy mm. but one step at a time you know one step at a time fundamentally your income has to exceed, be more than your outgoings. And then also be disciplined. Be disciplined. Mm. Don't be in a hurry to buy everything in one go. Mm -hmm. You know, be disciplined. Have um, a a plan like a a forecast, um, a cash flow forecast if you can. Just the fundamentals. What do I need to, to, what do I need in order to be able to bring in this money? Mm. If you don't need it and it's not fundamental, then don't don't buy it. it. Don't Don't buy buy it. it. Don't buy it. Just take your time. Mm-hmm. And I think also one of there, there's so many people with so many ideas, amazing ideas, and I think there there are two main things that stop people from taking the plunge. And I and I, I would say the first thing would be time. Mm-hmm. I don't have the time. But your mother, your wife, you're active at church. You're active in your community. You've got one business, got two business. How do you manage your time? Mm-hmm. Time management. Mm. I'm getting better. At it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I'm working to three a.m., two a.m. in the night, three a.m. You know, yeah. then I'm up again at seven a.m. Mm. But, um, but um, I just think you have to have a plan. So I ha- and I have a diary. Okay. So I will write what I need to do in the day. Mm. Sometimes I don't quite stick to it. <laughs> but a bit less, in but theory, okay. I sh- yeah, exactly. <laughs> but have a plan. So if it means. You have to wake up earlier. Wake up early. Mm, have sacrifice. a sacrifice. Yeah. You don't have to have ten hours of sleep every day. Mm. You don't have to have eight hours of sleep anyway every day. Wake up at five. Wake up at six a.m. Mm. if you need to. Um, but just plan your day. So have a what I need to do every day. Write it down, mm. and then you will see that um, you can fit it in. It's just about having being disciplined and and managing your time efficiently. You've mentioned God and your faith. 
How important, I guess I know my, but <laughs> how important is your connection to God for you and your business? Number one. Why? Because I truly believe that he gave me the talents and the abilities and and every, how the business has grown, I can't say it's me. Mm. I just, I look at the growth and I'm not smart enough. I'm not brilliant enough to do what, to take it to where it's gone. It's, yeah, that's the honest truth. I can't, yeah. yeah. Okay, I understand he's given me the abilities and I've been, um, I've been diligent with it. Mm. Yeah, I understand that. But the the people, the 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 kind of contracts that I've 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 got and I've been given, um, and people in the catering industry, twenty years experience, mm. ten years, five years, you know, some I've I've had people say like, "Wow, how have you grown in this competitive industry mm. like this?" Um, and I always tell them, it's the grace of God. Mm. I'm not, I don't take it for granted. I don't pretend to be something I'm not. I'm just mm. me. I, and I, I, I believe I, that's one thing that um, keeps me humble. Mm. Not, not only humble, but I'm just grateful. So what if, what if a person doesn't believe in God? What, do you feel that they, maybe there's something that stops them from getting where they need to go or mm. do, do you know what I mean just just coming yeah, off that yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know yeah, if you've got all this yeah, from yeah, grace yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. what if there's someone who who doesn't believe in God not because just because it's just not yeah, how I they were brought that. up yeah. I understand because there's a lot of successful people who seem successful that are doing really well yeah. and they don't believe in God they're yeah. atheists or whatever mm. um, and hard work will get you yeah. and self-belief and vision and purpose Mm. It will get you somewhere. Yeah. You, it will. It will get you far. Mm. But it's kind of so you can work hard and be diligent in anything you do. Yeah. Take God out of it. If you're not diligent in the gift that is you have, mm. and you're not, and you don't have integrity, these are fundamental. Yeah. Be diligent. Keep mastering your skill. Keep mm. practicing. Keep perfecting it. Do the best that you can mm -hmm. in in anything you do, and fundamentally you you will see growth yeah that's just you know master your craft mm. concentrate on do providing the best service you can mm -hmm. with integrity mm. do it from your heart as if you're doing it for yourself mm -hmm. don't look for the money i'm telling you people so often go into business because i want to make lots of money the bags and yeah and Come chasing money <laughs> but if you're doing a providing the best service mm. money attracts attract. money will be attracted to yeah. you Contracts will be attracted mm. to you. You will, it will attract. It's like magnet. It's mm. a principle. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. a principle. So without God or no God, it's a principle. Principle, yeah. Be have integrity and to be diligent in what you do. Yes. Yeah. What have you learned that you wish you you knew before you started? I know like all mistakes are good and we learn mm. on it, but is there some that one thing that you think? Oh, I wish I knew this before I started this, man. Ooh. Got you there, haven't I? Got me there, man. <laughs> Take some time oh, to, to, <laughs> to think now. now. Don't be in a hurry to grow. Mm. Why do you say that? Because don't I say that because at the beginning I was in such a hurry, not such a hurry, but I started and then I would be looking at other companies, 
and com- let me change that. Mm. Don't compare. Comparisons are killer. Mm. In, oh, all shapes, in all shapes, all forms. Yeah. I'll be looking, oh, this person is doing this. Why haven't I, you know, you compare, oh, I wish I could. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Because everyone's walking their own purpose and their walk is not your walk. Mm. So, you know, keep your eyes fixed on your walk mm-hmm. because what you think is successful is not successful to somebody else. Mm. So you're successful when you're walking in your path, yeah. not walking in somebody else's. So don't compare. Don't be looking at your competition. Mm-hmm. It's not a competition because everyone's got their market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there's yeah. room for everybody at the top, there is enough. There's enough. There is so enough for everyone. It's not look at your competitors. They're not. You're not my competitor mm. because we are all offering a service, but to different areas mm. of life. You know. So there's enough space. So, be when you look at it from that point of view. You can celebrate with others. And in fact, you can even work together with them and then build the market. But yeah, to come together with resources or whatever. The amount of caterers that I've had got inspiration from, they'll Mm. post something. I'm like, this is brilliant. Some of them will DM me. I've met some of them. And it's like, we call each other, how are you doing, sis? It's it's nice. And you're open because it's not about competition. Mm. We're all building. We're all growing. We're all trying. You're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. Mm. We're not competing, everyone. So I would say... One thing I would say is I used to beat myself up too much at the beginning, comparing mm. myself and trying to be somebody. And, you know, there's so much freedom when I, I let myself free yeah. from that. I'm not, the weight is lifted, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, because it's, it's not gone. a competition. Mm. It's People have to stop looking at, you're not competing with no one. Just walk your race mm. and do the best you that you're you called to do. do yeah. And flow. Yeah. yeah. And in that way... There's no jealousy. There's no jealousy. <laughs> okay, so three last questions, some business hacks, and then, okay. So what what um, business book would you recommend and why? Oh. Oh, wow. Um, so many. Got um, you there again. <laughs> um, it's not so much a business book, but there's an author. She's called um, t- um, Terry Seville. Terry Seville. Yeah, Terry Seville. Okay. She's, um, she's an American lady. Um, she does a lot of um, things about vision, mm. vision, um, visualizing success, vision, writing. Th- Love vision. She, her, you know, she's declutter your way to success. She, De- Terry, mm. she's got so many books. Okay. So many books. Terry Seville, she's really good. Terry Seville. And Bill Winston. Bill He's Win- got books about the marketplace and mm. starting a business, you know. He, he, yeah. Fun, yeah, yeah. And then fundamental. I nearly forgot oh. Miles Monroe. Oh. Miles Monroe. I haven't read his books. He's I know. just he's passed away now, but it's just he's walking wisdom. Mm. That's all I can say. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah. He's Miles Monroe. Um, how to discover your true leadership leadership skills? Mm. You know, it starts with personal leadership. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. His books. Yeah. yeah. Those three authors. Okay. And what tool have you used that you think everyone should use? What what kind of business tool that you came across and you you think everyone every person should be using this business tool i think in terms of um, business management and finances i really like sage i would say invest in sage Mm. software it's good yeah yeah it's good software yeah because it's not you don't have to be an accountant Mm. or a bookkeeper to know how to use it that's what i was going to ask yeah is it user-friendly yeah it's user-friendly it's not rocket science okay Um, yeah so you can you know have that tool you can put your income in yourself you can create invoices put your mm. expenditure just basic things 
and it's a good tool to have. Tool. Even if you're not a business, just to run your home. Yes, it's, it's true. It's good. If not that, then get Excel. Excel. And create just, a spreadsheet. Yeah, so then yeah. every month you know. No, you, yeah, because no. it's so easy to, to not know yeah. until your bank it's, balance comes and you're trying to pay for the meal and <laughs> they hand you back your card. and <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot at, the, at that moment for you. <laughs> but it's okay. We just hope that never happens again. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> okay, last question. What is the best business advice someone has given you don't compete with others mm. don't compete just dominate in the area that you are in mm -hmm. just run your race keep your eyes f on on what you're doing don't look to the left or to the right and be looking at what other people are doing don't think about competition just dominate in the area that you are in and be mm. diligent just be that's that that advice is yeah just do you because it keeps my eyes fixed mm. on one point and not looking at what other people are doing because when you're looking and you can't, you can't focus, you can't focus. Yeah. yeah so yeah. keep focused don't look at who's doing what and how big they are celebrate congratulate them but keep looking at what you're doing yeah. and focus that's real nice to end on that that <laughs> vibe thank you so much for coming in and with your whole energy i, I mean i'm like what event do I have? I want to book. <laughs> no thank event. You. No event You're coming a good out. Host, man. You <laughs> make me feel you. very, I could, very easy welcome. to talk to, man. Yes, very yes. easy to talk to. You. So, um, when there's new things on your menu, feel free to invite me round to taste them. More than happy. Guinea pig, yeah. Guinea pig, all the time, ready. You know I love your food. You know I'm ready all the time to taste it. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Delicious Stephanie. catering. Thank Delicious. You. Thank Find you. and follow them on Instagram, please. Yeah. Scroll through. I told you you'll be hungry, but, you know, <laughs> I gave you a warning. Scroll through. Find them. Go on their website. See, they do so many things. So many things. See and see how creative she is. And if there's an event, get in touch. See what she can do for you. Okay. So, Sarah, what is your website address if I wanted to go online and find you? How okay. would I? So, just um, www.delushes. So, delushes is spelled D-E-L-U-S-C-I-O-U-S catering.co.uk Okay, and just one more time for everyone who needs to get their co Korean pop popcorn, <laughs> popcorn chicken. D-E-L-U-S-C-I-O-U-S catering.co.uk Wicked. Find them. Find us. We'll be really nice to you. You, you will be fat. <laughs> you will be fat. <laughs> okay, guys. So you've been listening to From Side Hustle to Main Hustle with me, Stephanie Yampson, your host. And this was brought to you by Sylvia Paul. Find and follow them at Sylvia Paul online. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Later.